This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning, family. Welcome to the Square Victory. Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Good morning, Good Brother Michael. Good morning. Happy Monday, girlfriend. Are you good? I'm blessed. How are you? Good. Yes. Have a blessed day, sister. Good morning. This is Diane. Happy Monday. Good morning, Miss Diane. Happy Monday. Good morning, Good sister. morning, Michelle. I love you. I love you more. Have a good day. You too. Good morning, Destiny. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Monday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey. 
Good morning, Lisa. Hey, hey, happy Monday. But this Thank is you. the day. Yes, that the yes. Lord wants me. We shall, we will, we will continue to give thanks and honor unto him. Who else has joined the victory call this morning? This is Rochelle, your hostess. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Miss Susie. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you as well. Um, can I put in a can oh, I put in a quick prayer request for my husband Rick? He's going in for cardio uh cardiology. Um oh gosh, it's where they put they're, they're gonna be looking for if anything's really bad. He's going to cardiology at eight o'clock this morning. Okay, some type of cardiac procedure. Not a procedure they're just going to be put, going through and, and taking all of the different pictures and stuff. They're just That's all they're going to do today. They're just oh, make okay. sure that there's not going to be anything that's really bad. Okay. Is that an echocardiogram? I don't even know what it is. No worries. We're going to be, going to be praying for him. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Be encouraged, honey. Got to okay. be in support. That lift up his hands. Come on, Aaron. I'm, I'm trying really hard. <laughs> Thank you. You can do it. Yes. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Clear Victory. This is Rochelle. I'm your hostess this morning. Who's joined the call and would like to give God the glory? Good morning. Hi, so this true. is Danette. Good morning. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. Good morning, Danette. Good morning. Who was that? Sunshine. Sunshine. Good morning, Sunshine. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Monday, everyone. Good morning, Flight Bird. How are you? I'm doing good. I miss you guys so much. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> we miss you, too. Good morning, everyone, and happy Motivational Monday. This is Tatiana. I do have a prayer request. Uh, today I start a new role in foster care as a clinical supervisor. I'm also in a new community, so I want a prayer to cover me. Uh, I prayed this morning in Bible study uh, individual, but I need you all to continue prayer for this new opportunity in my life. God bless okay. you all, and thank you. Okay. We got you. So you you have a new role as a health supervisor? A clinical supervisor for a foster care program in Berkeley, California. Okay. We got you. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who else has joined the call? Good morning. This is Topaz. Good morning, Topaz. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Good morning. This is JC. Happy Monday, everyone. Good morning, JC. Happy Monday. Good morning. It's Monica. Happy Monday. Good morning, Monica. Happy Monday. We I've got another not an opportunity to kick off this week to be motivated with the manna on this Monday. Let's get it. Who else has joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Swanita. Good morning, Swanita. Good morning, twin. It's Krishanda. Good morning, Swanita. <laughs> Happy Monday, everyone. <laughs> Good morning, beloved. God bless everyone this Monday. 
Good morning, Barb. Happy Monday. Can I ask for a quick prayer request, please? This is uh-huh. I'm, I'm sorry, this is who? JC. Oh, JC, okay. Yeah. Hi, JC. On Wednesday morning, I'll be having my second total knee replacement. Okay. So you guys can lift me up in prayer. I know God got me already. The extra prayer goes a long way. So thank you. You got it. Does anyone else join the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Kenya. Hey, Kenya. Good morning, hon. <clears throat> Sending a hug to you. How are you? Needing that hug. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Psalms 138 and 8 says, The Lord will perfect that which concerneth you. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the works of your hands. Hmm. That's an encouragement word for this morning. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who would like to declare victory this morning? Can you repeat that song for me real quick? Can you? Uh, Psalm 138 and 8. Thank you. Good morning. This is PR. Happy Monday. Good morning, PR. Good morning, good morning. It's Moxie in the house. Happy Monday. Happy (laughs) Monday, Moxie, Foxy, Moxie. You enjoyed your birthday, sis? I did, I did. It's all month long, huh? I was just born on that day, but I'm celebrating all month. (laughs) Okay, good. All right, love you guys. Love you too. Have a good day. Good morning, everyone. Who else has joined the call and would like to say good morning before we get started? Good morning, good morning, great morning. Good morning, E.K. Minister E.K. Dawson. Good morning, it's Angela. Happy Monday, everyone. Good morning, Angela. All right, let's go ahead and get started because I believe that there is a word to come forth. If we can go ahead and check our phones and make sure that they are muted so we can go ahead and get the hosting started. Good morning again. My name is Rochelle and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard, 8 a.m. Central Standard, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, excuse me, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure and join us during the month of October. Our theme for this month, hmm, forgiveness. All our declarations will focus on Abba's mandate to forgive others even as we have been forgiven. Make sure you call in and be edified, encouraged, and empowered to live life out loud according to the will and purpose of God and his holy word. There is one announcement today. First, join us tonight and every Monday for Marriage Matters for married couples or married hopefuls. You can call in the same number tonight at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard, 8.30 to 9.30 Central Standard Time, 9.30 to 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. 
you will happy that you be happy that you did. Let me just check the app real quick. Checking that um, We have a prayer request from Krishanda. Um, please continue to lift up our schools, praying for our children to get children get to learn in an environment where they have peace and safety. In Jesus' name, thank you. Um, let me have you guys check your phones. Go ahead and place them on hold. I mean, on um, mute. Um, we have spoken prayer requests, one from Susie. We're praying for our husband, Rick. He has to go in for some cardiac testing today. We're praying for Tatiana. She has a new role, a new um, supervisor's role uh, in her clinical, in the health. Let me go back. A new role as a clinical program health supervisor. So we're praying for God to give her wisdom um, to deal with the foster children that she is going to be governing over. JC is having surgery on Wednesday. So we want to lift her up for her knee replacement. And we also want to lift up Didi and her family as they're traveling. We want to ask God to, for their traveling grace and protection over them. The order of the call, prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Yolandra. The declaration will be brought to you by, by Pastor Kathy LaFleur. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. I'll repeat the order of the call. Prayer and corporate prayers, praise will be brought by Yolandra. The declaration will be brought by Pastor Kathy LaFleur. The scripture, the scripture for today, Psalms 86 and 5, you, Lord, are forgiving and good, abounding in love to all who call to you. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. As we check our phones one more time before we go to the throne of grace to commune with God, have a blessed day, everyone. Walk in victory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. God, we praise your name this magnificent morning. God, we bless your name this magnificent morning. Lord God, we acknowledge you as King of kings and Lord of lords. This magnificent morning, God, we lift you up, Lord God. We forget not who you are in our lives, God. We bless your name, God. We are thankful for your mercy and for your grace, God. We're thankful, God, for your wisdom, Lord God. We're thankful, God, for everything that you do. Lord God, you are great. You are the greatest, Lord God. You are the great I am, Lord God. Hallelujah. God, you are the our Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi. Jehovah Shalom, God, you reign, you reign, you reign. Hallelujah. God, your word says in Psalm 52, 8, but I am like a flourishing olive tree, anointed in the house of God. I trust in the unending love of God. His passion towards me is forever and ever. Lord God, your word says that the prayers of the righteous Lord avail us much. God, so we beseech you right now, God. We implore, God. We ask you, Lord God. God, we fall down on bended knees, Lord God, and we look to the heavens from which come our help. Lord God, we put these prayer requests and supplications and petitions to you, Lord God, high in the heavens, Lord God. We bless your name and we ask you, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, that 
We ask you for prayers for Rick, Lord God, that uh, when he goes to this procedure, Lord, taking images of his heart, Lord God, his heart that holds you, Lord God. God, we pray that there will be no blemishes, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that it will be a healthy and strong heart, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, for his strength, Lord God. We pray for Susie, Lord God, and for her strength to support her husband, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, this morning, Lord God, for a good report, Lord God. God, please show us your glory, God, because only you can do the impossible, God. Only you, Lord God, know the answers to all the questions, Lord God. You, God, pave the way, Lord God. You, Lord God, hold our life in your hands, Lord God. So we ask you, Lord God, we lift brick up, Lord God, we ask right now, Lord God, that there will be nothing threatening to his life. Lord, that you will extend his days, Lord God. I bless your name, and I thank you for it right now in Jesus' name. God, I pray right now for Tatiana, Lord God. God, we bless your name. We thank you, God, for seeing fit that she would become the clinical supervisor, Lord God, over that foster care program, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, that she has a heart for God, Lord God. Lord, give her wisdom. Lord God, give her direction. Lord God, give her uh, the ability to manage not only the program, but the people, Lord God, that she is over, Lord God, with the wisdom of Christ, Lord God, fair, Lord God, unending, Lord God, forgiving, Lord God. Oh, you're God. You are God. You are God. You are God. We bless your name. Hallelujah. God, I pray for JC right now in the name of Jesus. God, I pray that you are in that room where she has her knee replaced, Lord God. Lord God, I pray that it will be stronger than it was before. Lord God, I pray, Lord Jesus, that her uh, knee will be bionic, Lord God, so that she can run the race, Lord God. Run the race, God. I bless your name, and I thank you for it right now in Jesus' name. God, I pray for Krishanda, Lord God, and her family. I thank you for her prayers for our children, Lord God. God, there's so much going on, Lord God. Oh, God, we walk up and down the street. Uh, anything can happen to us at any moment, God, but you, you give us safety, Lord God. We pray for that same safety, Lord God, for the schools and the children in the schools. God, we pray, Lord God, that this violence that is seemingly everywhere, God, Lord God, bless and protect our little children. Lord God, their innocent souls, God. Hallelujah. God, I bless your name. And I thank you, God. And I pray this for our children, for our schools, for our community. Bless your name, God. Hallelujah. Oh, and God, I pray for Dee Dee and her family. God, once again, we're asking for that same traveling grace and mercy. The traveling grace and mercy that gets us from one place to another and back again, God. I bless your name, and I thank you. So, Lord God, I lift up these prayers to you, Lord God, these petitions and supplications, Lord God, that you will hear our prayer, Lord God, and that you will heed our prayer, Lord God, and that you, Lord God, are always, 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 always with us. Lord God, I bless your name. Heavenly Father, I come to you right now. In the name of Jesus, God, you are great. God, you are mighty. God, you are strong. Lord God, you are our strong power. Lord God, your word tells us above all else, 
We must love each other, Lord God. That is the most important commandment, Lord God. And in that, Lord God, we ought to forgive each other, Lord God. Ephesians 4 and 32 says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as you forgave us. Oh, God, your word says, Lord God, that for us to see the kingdom, Lord God, we must forgive others as they trespass against us, Lord God, because, God, we have certainly trespassed against others, Lord God, and you bountifully, uh, you uh, repeatedly, Lord God, you graciously, Lord God, you mercifully, God, you forgive us, Lord God, time and time and time and time and time again. Lord God, I pray that you will soften our hearts, Lord God. Help us to have uh, compassion and love and understanding and empathy for the other, Lord God. Oh, God, help us to turn the cheek when we feel like we have been offended, Lord God. Oh, God, come to us, right, in a moment's notice, Lord God. Help us not to flip off or flip out, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to see you in each person that we cross, Lord God. I bless your name. Hallelujah. God, Mark 1125 says, and when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven will forgive you. Uh, God, I bless your name. God, that's so hard to do sometimes, Lord God. How easily, God, we forget, Lord God. Oh, God, how easily we're able to separate ourselves and, and, and judge people and uh, look down upon people, Lord God, and, and talk about people. God, but we know that is not Christ-like, Lord God. That is not what you did, Lord God. You never judged us, Lord God. You never, you never judged us, Lord God. You treated us all the same. The Jews and the Gentiles, Lord God, we were all the same, God. Hallelujah. God, 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 only you can help us, Lord God. We need you. We need you. We need you, God. So, God, Colossians 4, I'm sorry, Colossians 3 and 13, bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. So, God, people hurt us in our lives, God. People hurt us, Lord God. Lord God, people offend us, Lord God. People disrespect us, Lord God. People insult us, Lord God. People take from us, Lord God. Oh, God, people might take our kindness, our love for you as a weakness, God. But, God, we pray, Lord God, that we look to the heavens, Lord God, and we remember, Lord God, that our salvation and our work is not in this world, Lord God. It's our salvation and our work, Lord God, is in your eyes, Lord God. For you have the love for us greater than we can even fathom, Lord God. You have love for us, Lord God, greater than we can even imagine, Lord God. So we thank you, God, and we pray, Lord God, that the Holy Spirit will be, Lord God, in our ear, Lord God, in our spirit, Lord God, beckoning to us, Lord God, uh, murmuring and groaning, groaning for us, Lord God, when we are unable to, Lord God. Lord God, we pray that this month of forgiveness will open our eyes to any hidden uh, anger, any hidden pain, any hidden grief, any hidden uh, uh, anything, Lord God, that is not like you, God. Help us, Lord God. Oh, God, reveal to us the places in our lives where we have been unforgiving, Lord God, because, God, we want to see your face, Lord God. 
We know the race is down here, God, but the glory is in heaven. So we bless your name, God. We thank you, God. We need you, God. We love you, God. We call you, God. You are the greatest, God. You are the greatest, God. There is nothing and no one greater than you, Jesus, and I bless your magnificent name. God, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. God, I pray for each and every person under the sound of my voice, God. I pray for Kathy LaFleur, Lord God, that you will consume her, Lord God, that your word will uh, come from her like a burning coal, Lord God, so that, Lord God, we can hear something that perhaps we've never heard before or we've heard it before. It takes new life in our spirits, Lord God, and it transforms into the way we walk and talk, Lord God. It transforms, Lord, in the way we see people, Lord God. Oh, God, we bless your name. So as we take our phones off of mute, God, we give you all the praise, all the glory that you so richly deserve, God. Lord God, you Father, 
Hallelujah. to where we freely 
forgive. And so we are going to go <clears throat> into the book of Matthew chapter 6, um, just two verses there, Matthew chapter 6, and I'll be reading out of the New Living Translation, um, starting at verse number 14, which declares, if you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. Verse 15, but if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. So if I have to title this teach for today, I'd name it, It's Personal. I'd name it, It's Personal, because according to the text, this is between you and your father. Let me just go through the text again for you. It says, if you, see, it's personal. If you forgive those, that means many. It doesn't matter if it's your father, your mother, your sister, your brother, your friends, your frenemies. It said those. If you forgive those who sin against you. It doesn't say sin, past tense. It says sin, which means it could be current. It means today, yesterday, it doesn't matter. Who sin against you. Your heavenly father, your, which means it's personal, between you and your father. Your heavenly father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. So this is a personal text. It's dealing with the, the people that are here individually, although we are gathered collectively. This is not one of those turn to your neighbor type lessons and tell your neighbor forgive. No, this is about us personally coming before the throne of God, the face of God, in the presence of God. So, so this is about coming into the mirror ministry. This is about looking at yourself. This is about looking at you, what's in you. And it's so easy to use a magnifying glass and to see what's in others, but are you able to really use that mirror and see what's in you? If you notice, you cannot deal with forgiveness without confronting unforgiveness. They are tied together. And when we begin to dismantle unforgiveness on this call, we, what we're going to do ultimately is release forgiveness for those of you that have been holding things over people's head for so long that it's rooted and cored into you. So even the thought of their name or the sound of their voice or the look of their face still troubles and bothers you. You know who that person is. Even as I speak into your hearing right now, you know exactly who you have not forgiven, but what you've done is brushed it under the rug thinking that God has forgotten. But I want you to understand that this subject may feel like a setup today. It may feel like it's targeting you personally, but the truth of the matter is that God aligned the thing to get our heart in line with kingdom conduct, kingdom principles, and kingdom work. I heard it said before that unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. It's a form of self-inflicting pain in hopes of the others to feel it. Unforgiveness is a spiritual suicide. This is dangerous because the enemy, and this is who the corporate is, the enemy doesn't want you to see that you're harming yourself. The enemy has us so fooled that if we don't forgive someone that they're suffering, that if we don't forgive them that they feel what we are feeling, that if we don't forgive them that we won. And, and so it's a false sense of justice for us to withhold forgiveness to others regardless and in spite of what they've done. And so the enemy doesn't want you to see that you're ultimately harming yourself, and not just physically, but spiritually, because our Father says, if you don't forgive, then I won't forgive you. It's personal. 
And so he needs, the enemy needs for you to believe that you're going to be okay. Like you could just hold this thing a little bit longer. I know it's taking some time and I know that it's been years, but it's okay because they deserve, they deserve not talking to you. They deserve not being in your presence. They deserve what you've done to them. He doesn't want you to confront it and don't complain and don't change a thing. And although it is not a physical illness, it still incapacitates the believer and prevents them from moving forward, from moving on, and from going higher in God. Unforgiveness, uh, as we confront it and dismantle it today, is a form of paralysis which paralyzes the believer. Unforgiveness prevents you from moving, so you stay stuck. See, it's personal. The person that you haven't forgotten uh, is moving on with their life. They've gone on. They're happy. They're doing whatever they want, but you're still stuck because it's personal. It's a form of cancer because what it does is it eats you up from the inside out. You can't even move past the thought of what was done. You're so bothered and so offended, and you can't see yourself releasing them because they need to pay for what they did to you. Yeah. My God, it can manifest in the form of mental illness, causing you to feel depressed, unwanted, and unworthy, which means that unforgiveness destroys the person holding it and not the one that offended them. Unforgiveness is false justification for those of you that are on declared victory that operate in the courts of heaven. It means that there are two types of cases on the docket, and one has been thrown out of court for lack of evidence because there's not enough proof to accuse the believer of withholding forgiveness because they've been falsely justified by the offense by other believers. Let me say that again. So one of the cases that have gone forth in the courts of heaven, the criminal courts of heaven, uh, has been thrown out for lack of proof because this is a place where we begin to justify wrong. Yes, this is where we begin to agree with our friends and our, and our family that they're, that they're right about not forgiving the person that touched them, not forgiving the person that lied, that betrayed them, that did them wrong, that killed someone in their family. This is where we begin to justify wrongdoing and call it God's doing. The devil is a lie. And so this means that, the, that, that there is someone in your ear telling you that you're right for feeling the way you feel and not letting go. Ah, ministry ain't about your feelings. It's about your obedience. Ministry is not about how you feel and what you want to do. It's about obeying what the Lord said to do. And, and, and so someone in your ear or they're justifying uh, uh, you in getting back at that person. It's like that payback. It's like, yeah, they did that to me. I'm going to get them back. I'm going to do that to them. They didn't do this. I'm not going to do this either. It's, but the Bible says to do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Even if they haven't forgiven you, you ought to still forgive. So you're obeying ultimately when you listen to that second voice. When you listen to that second voice, that second voice of man and not the voice of God. So what you're doing is you're obeying the voice of man. Uh, so unforgiveness causes disobedience. Listen, unforgiveness is so attached to so many different things that have been hidden that we don't understand the detriment and, and, and what will happen to us if we don't just let go and let God. Glory to your name, Jesus. And the second thing, I said that there are two cases on the docket in the courts of heaven if you operate in that, in that, in that area. And, and the second one is a pardon, a pardon that was denied. And the pardon is 
a release from guilt or a remission of punishment. See, when the governor's pardon or the president's pardon a criminal, it's because they served time, they sat there long enough, they've been punished, and so they've been given a pardon, even though they're guilty, they've been released, they've been released so that they can move forward with their life. And and, and it releases you when you pardon someone else. When, when we say forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those that trespass against us, what we're ultimately saying is that you're pardoning me, so I'm going to pardon them. What you give to me, Lord, I'm going to give to others. The mercy that you show us, the mercy that you've shown to me, God, I'm going to show to others because I understand that it's not even, I don't even deserve what you do for me, God. I don't, I don't deserve new mercies in a day. I don't deserve you to forgive me with my wretched self, God, but you forgive me. You forgive the ugly side of me. You forgive the petty side of me. You forgive the unworthy side of me, God, and because you forgave my old nasty self, God, I have the power to forgive others. Listen, the enemy wants us to be like him. He he wants us, and I'm going to say it again. One thing that God was showing me as I began to, like, just kind of go through my notes and everything and just kind of look at this thing from, from the Lord's perspective, one thing that God was showing me, he said, you do realize that Satan has no opportunity and no chance to be forgiven again, and therefore what he tries to do is to bring you more into where he is, yeah, so that you can connect with him, because he can't get what we're offered by God. He can't be forgiven for all the hell he caused in heaven. He can't be forgiven for the deception in the garden. He can't be forgiven for all the things. He fell, and he fell from a far way, and he's away from God. And so what he wants the believers to be is with him, far away from God, separated from God. And so what he does is he tries to trick us into not forgiving so that we are in the same boat as he is. But it's trickery from the enemy. And so the pardon, the pardon uh, in the criminal courts, it, it means that the offender is guilty, but they've served time because you punish, they've been punished for their crime. Unforgiveness, yes, unforgiveness that is not pardoned, glory God, that is not pardoned says, I, I, I held it long enough. And that's what God is saying to us today. He says, You've held it long enough, daughter. You, you've held on. Yeah. You've held on to it long enough. Give them a pardon on today. Act as a governor today and release them. Act as a president today and release them. Act as a kingdom kid today and release them. Pardon them of their sins. They've been punished. They, they've been away from you. They have not even been able to connect with you again. They see that you're moving forward. You're trying to be better, but you need to pardon someone of their sins so that I can pardon you of yours. God said, there's still some things that you ain't even brought to me to, to ask for forgiveness because of shame and guilt. There's still some things that you're doing. There's still some things that you're going to do that you're going to need my forgiveness. Why don't you pardon someone else? Yeah, God says, I need you to release them, the denial of release is, is, is unforgiveness acting as punishment. God says, but if you forgive, if you release, I'm not release. But if you don't release, I'm not, I'm not going to release either. If you don't forgive, I'm not going to. You deserve the punishment that you keep giving people that you can't forgive. But God says, if 
see that, that, that word if that stands out, if you, which means it's a choice. It's personal, but it's a personal choice that we have to make for ourselves, for our own soul salvation, for our heart, for our, our, our mind, our mental stability, for our movement, for, for our ministry, for everything that we have before the petition, before the answer of God. God says, if you, if I'm giving you a choice, you got a free will to choose if you forgive them. You, you, you got the power if you use it. That if, he said, if you forgive, then I shall. See, his word is guaranteed. Our word is if we back and forth with God. One minute we forgive people, and I'm not Then we select who will forgive. You can forgive somebody that did the same thing that somebody else did. Yes, because you were closer to them and you can pardon their sin easier because you're closer to them. But God says, what about just pardoning? Those, those means the ones that did you wrong. Those means it doesn't matter if it was male or female. Those means it doesn't matter if it was when you were older or younger. Those means everybody. Those covers everything and everybody. You can't pick and choose who you're going to forgive. You can't forgive one person because you're cool with them and you're trying to be up in their presence and not forget someone else that you really don't even care nothing about. Those covers everything. And unforgiveness, let me tell you about this, 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 this unforgiveness. Unforgiveness needs to be seen. Listen, unforgiveness needs a platform. It, it, it needs to be seen. It needs a voice, right? It has a sound. It needs a judge and a jury that will grant a false judgment of righteousness and a verdict of not guilty so that the person who's holding unforgiveness feels justified in withholding unforgiveness. You feel like you've done the right thing by doing the wrong thing because somebody did you wrong. Oh, God, thank you, Lord. And so unforgiveness needs people to notice that you've been wrong. Listen, unforgiveness has a sound that sounds off in the atmosphere, but what you don't understand is that it's making noise in the kingdom. It sounds off in the earth, but it's noisy to the kingdom because it doesn't grant the mercy that the merciful God grants us. Who are we to withhold forgiveness to people who defended us regardless of what the offense was? So unforgiveness needs people to take notice that you've been wrong. It says this person did this to me. You'll sound off, you'll post it, you'll, you'll tell people, you'll call, you'll get on the telephone. And whether it's betrayal, hurt, deception, heartache, abandonment, or the like, unforgiveness is seeking attention and justification from others that will ultimately keep the believer in bondage. Listen, uh, what? unforgiveness does, it's you, this sounds crazy, but can you picture this? It's you grabbing you some handcuffs, putting them on you, tying yourself up so you can't leave your house. That's what unforgiveness looks like in the kingdom. It, it looks like you that grabbed some rope, tied yourself together, bound your feet where you can't move, you stuck, but guess what? You're the one that tied you up. And so this is what it looks like in the kingdom site when we choose not to forgive others. And so we feel justified in withholding forgiveness because somebody did us wrong. Our, our, our internal sense of judgment goes against the idea of forgiveness. And, and so what ends up happening is what makes forgiveness so hard is that it's contrary to our automatic reaction that comes from our deep belief in what is fair. Life ain't going to be fair. God said, if you suffer with me, you'll reign with me. Ministry ain't always fair. It's not about being fair. It's about being faithful, faithful to what God said, faithful to his word, faithful to his words, faithful to having the heart of God, faithful to extend mercy like God, faithful to release people, faithful to pardon people when they don't even deserve it. It's easy to forgive people that you feel like deserve your forgiveness. It's hard 
to forgive people that ain't even sorry for what they did. My God. Can you imagine forgiving somebody that still don't care that you, whether you forgive her, that they're not even remorseful about what they did? They got the smirk and the grin and the smile and everything. They don't even care if you forgive them or not, but you still got to forgive. And so unforgiveness, when we're facing something big and overwhelming, uh, forgiveness seems like it's so hard and difficult to do. But unforgiveness can evolve. Unforgiveness, do you understand that unforgiveness will outlive you? Listen, my God. Unforgiveness will live longer than you. Unforgiveness will live on this earth longer and way past the time that you die because what ends up happening is unforgiveness becomes generational because when you begin to tell people, because remember I said unforgiveness needs a platform, it needs a sound, it needs somebody to hear out its situation so that it justifies unforgiveness and, and it makes agreement with them saying, yeah, girl, you should, I wouldn't need, I wouldn't fool with them no more. I would. You need somebody to stand up with you and tell you that you're right for doing wrong. The devil is a lie. And so unforgiveness will outlive you. Why? Because the same person that you have the offense against, the same person that you have the art towards, they're still here and you die and the family, your family is carrying on the unforgiveness. They ain't finna invite them to your funeral. They not finna invite them to the picnic. They can't come around the family. Unforgiveness has the ability to outlive you. So you die in it, but it lives on. Yeah, God. It, it's generational. It lives in your kids. It lives in your grandkids. It lives in your great-grandkids. If you don't forgive, do you understand that forgiveness is a key that unlocks everything for the kingdom? Unforgiveness locks you up. It keeps you stuck. And so what we're ultimately saying to God is, I'm not even going to trip off the generation that's coming behind me. I'm going to carry this to the grave, from the cradle to the grave. God, I'm not forgiving that man that molested me when I was six years old. The devil is a lie. I'm not forgiving him. He should have never touched me. If he hadn't touched me, I wouldn't have been promiscuous. If he hadn't touched me, I wouldn't have been sleeping around. If he hadn't touched me, I wouldn't have been fornicating at 14. If he hadn't touched me, I wouldn't have been loose in the hips. My God, if he hadn't touched me, if that, if that woman hadn't touched me, God, I wouldn't be promiscuous. Oh, my God, if that man had to touch that man, I wouldn't be questioning my sexuality right now. And this is what God wants to dismantle today. He wants to dismantle unforgiveness because unforgiveness is lasting longer in the earth than the believers. Unforgiveness stays here when people have moved on and gone on. You still don't forget people that wronged your mama. And your mama been in a grave. You still don't forget people that disrespected your daddy and your daddy been gone. You still don't forget people that hurt your son and hurt your daughter because unforgiveness becomes generational and we carry it and we keep carrying it and passing it on. We handing it off to others. We're handing it off to friends. Not only is it generational, oh my God, it's foundational and it's interrupting the kingdom of God because now we're handing it off, not just to family, but to friends. Now your own girl don't like the person that's at your at, at your, uh, uh, your 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 event because you don't like the person. So now it's, 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 it's just handed off to everybody. It's no longer generational. Now it's foundational. Now you've built a foundation. You've built a platform for this thing to operate. You've built a platform for this thing to take sound. You've built a black platform for this thing to have a voice in your life and to dictate and determine who you're going to forgive. My God. God said, no, the reason why this theme is necessary, it's given 31 days. It's 31 days in the month of October. And God says, I'm just going to keep repeating myself till somebody catches this. God, God, thank you. He said, I'm just going to give you 31 days to decide. I heard a preacher tell me a long time ago, he said, you know, it takes 30 days 
Right? If you keep doing something over and over for 30 days, it doesn't long, no longer become something forceful. It becomes a part of your lifestyle. If you start today and you keep forgiving tomorrow, and, and when you come on declare victory the next day and the next day and you keep hearing about forgiveness, pretty soon you're able to forgive quickly. Pretty soon you're able to not to go let the sun go down on your wrath. Pretty soon you're able to release this thing faster so, so, so that it doesn't take a foothold and take a stronghold on you. You begin to forgive. Then you become happy to forgive. You begin to write off names and say, Lord, look, this was a debt that was already paid. I'm going to go ahead and write off this debt. You have the power to write off someone's debt to unforgiveness, and you won't use the power. We want power. We want power to raise the sick and raise the dead. We want the power to let somebody's limbs grow back. That's the type of power we want. But we don't want the power to forgive. My God. God said, you want the power to do big things so people can see you doing big things. But there's power in forgiveness if you will just let people go. My God, it doesn't mean you got to go take them to lunch the next day. But, my God, wouldn't it be great if you could gather again and fellowship again and, and really forgive to where you, if, if the sound of their voice don't even disturb you, it don't bother you, that you really love freely and truly because you love like God loves. And no matter what they've done, that you still forgive them no matter what. How many times the Bible gives you? the number of times that we ought to forgive someone, amen? And so forgiveness, unforgiveness uh, keeps us afraid because what we think is we think if we let them go, if we release them, if, if they get out, my God, they'll do it again. And, and, and if they do it again, forgive them again. How many times? Yes, sure. Oh, my God, I hear you, Lord. How many times have you had to go to the altar uh, to thank God, to ask him for forgiveness for the same thing that you said you wasn't going to do the night before? How many times have you laid under the toilet praying to the pretzel and God because you done got dropped up off your feet and you asked God, Lord, if you forgive me this time, I promise I won't drink again. And by Friday night, you back up in the club getting lit. Oh, my God. How many times have you prayed and asked God to forgive you for sleeping with someone that you know you didn't have no business in the bed with, but each time you lay up with the man, you kept coming back to God. God said, I don't care if you pardon them and they do it again. Forgive them again. Because if you're going to forgive like me, you got to forgive as many times as I keep forgiving your wretched yourself. If you're going to really be like me, if you if you were created in the image and the likeness of me, then you'll have the character and the attributes of me. Rather, when you begin to withhold the power of forgiveness, but you want the power to raise the sick, out of the shot and the dead, then you're misusing your power in the kingdom. And God says, I'm looking for kingdom workers. I ain't looking for church folks. Y'all want to be busy performing. I don't need performances. I need real. I don't need nobody performing.
personal. It's for you and from you. My God, it, it's for you so that you can be healed. It, it's for you so that you can be free. It, you're stuck and you don't even realize you're stuck. Some people are stuck and don't mind being stuck because guess what? They get to justify that, that they have the right to be stuck because of the offense. So I said, yeah, and you're going to stay stuck because I have the right to, to, to be the righteous judge in your offense of unforgiveness. Listen, forgiveness is about letting go of the hurt and the pain and the need, listen, the need to be proven right. Unforgiveness needs proof. God, unforgiveness needs people to say, yep, you're right. <laughs> they was wrong. Unforgiveness needs to be proven that it's right. That's nothing but the enemy. He needs every lie to look like truth. He, he, he needs everything. He disguises himself as an angel of light. Why? Because he's not an angel of light. He's a liar from the pit of hell. And any lie that he tells us, any lie that he tricks us with, Abasha builds his kingdom up because now he's got believers sitting over there with him unforgiving. Because he can't be forgiven. Listen, that second voice, that second voice that comes in. Listen, when it's time to forgive somebody, and I don't know if you've experienced I know we all have. When it's time to forgive somebody, ain't it a trip? How you be like, okay, Lord, I'm going to do it. I'm going to forgive. I'm going to let go. God, just help me. I'm, I'm trying. Just help me. And then all of a sudden, some of the offense start coming back in the head. You start getting images of what was done. You start getting sound of what was said. It starts to replay like an 8-track. It, it, I'm dating myself. It starts to replay like a CD. It starts to replay like an MP3. It starts to replay in your head. And then all of a sudden, your heart begins to change. And then now that, that willingness to forgive begins to be hardened again. It's callous forming back on that heart. It's the enemy in your ear to remind you of what was there. How are you going to forgive them and they just molested you? How are you, you going to forgive and they don't rape you? Like, really? We doing this? You really going to forgive? They don't deserve your forgiveness. That's the end of the second voice. See, God is that first voice that says, if you, if you forgive, then I'll forgive. That second voice says, but if I forgive, they may, they may do it again. That second voice is that second voice that's talking to you. Yes, sir. It's personal. That second voice is not coming to your neighbor. It's, it's coming to you, telling you why you shouldn't, giving you all the wrong justifications of why you can't. We can do. With God, we can do all things, right? There's nothing too hard for us to do. God has given us the ability and the power to forgive, but we don't want to use that. We want to use everything else. We want to use our prophecy. We want to prophesy. We want to heal. We want to lay hands. We want people to get up, jump up, run around, uh, pull things down, pull things up. But we ain't even uprooted the unforgiveness that is within us. Forgiveness is the act of obedience. He says, just forgive other people when they sin against you, and your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you don't forgive others of their sins, your Father won't forgive you of yours. And so it urges us. It, it, it compels us. It, it, it reminds us. It, it, it commands us. It gives us this declaration today to say this manifesting Monday, this motivating Monday, this magnificent Monday, this Messiah Monday, I'm able to forgive the unforgivable. God, thank you. I'm able to let go of, of those that let me go, God. I'm able. I'm able to pardon someone who wasn't even sorry, God. I'm able to give. 
to them what you keep giving me, Lord. I'm not worthy of your mercies, but you make them new every day, God. I'm not worthy to walk in this, God, but you keep walking with me, Lord. I'm not worthy of you forgiving what I did, God, because some of those secret things I ain't even said, Lord. I'm not worthy of coming to you, God, but, but what I'm going to do, Lord, what you told me to do. I'm going to change the if to shall. Yeah, yeah, about shall. God, I want to change my if to a shell. I shall forgive, Lord. I shall forgive starting today. I don't even have to wait for it to be declared again tomorrow. I'm one of the ones that will lift up my hands in this victory room and say, God, it's personal for me. It's personal. God, I take it personal. And I know you're talking to me personally, and I know I need to forgive so-and-so and such-and-such and and them and those. I need to forgive God, but I don't know how. God, this is where I need you to step in and show me how, God. Show me how, God. Show me how to pardon you. Show me how to release. I said, if you look back, if you look back and see how I did it, if you look back and see what you shouldn't have got forgiven for, if you just look back in your own closet, let some of those skeletons, let some of those bones fall out. Let some of the ones that still got flesh on them fall out and see how I did it. Then you'll be able to empower yourself. You have my spirit in you to forgive. God says you're able to do it because I'm giving you this command. I'm giving you this authority. I'm giving you this power. I gave you my spirit. You can do it through my spirit. Ask the Holy Ghost to help you release people. We got to close some cases today. We got to close some cases today. In the courts of heaven, there's workers on this line that's trying to close a case today, but but you can't get it closed because your heart is closed. God said, you say, Lord, Lord, but your hearts are far from me. Unforgiveness is callous on the heart. Unforgiveness is offense in the heart. Unforgiveness is ugliness in the heart. God said, you say, Lord, Lord, you call me. But you won't forgive them. God said, quit calling me. Yerabashada, worker of iniquity, quit calling me. Yes, Until you begin to operate as a king of kids. Yes, God said, you have the ability. The enemy has lied to you all these years, telling you that it's hard. He said, but my yoke is easy and my burden light comes unto me. Oh, that a heavy laden and burden, I'll give you rest in this. I'll make it peaceful for you to forgive. I'll make it easy for you to do it to where it becomes contagious but no matter what they do you just be like okay lord God said remember the sound yeah god thank you lord remember the sound of the cross yeah god thank you lord god said remember the sound on the cross remember the sound i need you to remember the sound of my son on the cross, how he dismantled unforgiveness, how he destroyed unforgiveness after he was whipped and beaten and and scourged and lied on and called a devil. I need you to remember the sound from Calvary where my son uttered, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. God said, people have done things and they don't even know who you are to me. People have done things and they don't even understand who you are in the kingdom. People have intentionally done things to hurt you, but God says, what Satan meant for evil, I turned it, I still turned it to good. God said, grant a pardon today, Governor. 
Release somebody from, from that crime. Release them. They serve their time. You've put them away long enough. God said, pardon their sin today. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. This is a call. This is a clarion call for forgiveness. This is a clarion call for forgiveness. I want you to understand that this subject didn't come up by error or accident. God mandated this because there's still some hidden unforgiveness in people. There's still some hidden areas that are difficult. But God said, today, I want to release you so that you'll release others. I want to release you in this room today. I don't want you to have to wait till tonight. I want to release you. I want to start the work now. Listen, I want to start it now, God said. I want to start the work now. So just for a moment, declare victory. If we can just come off of mute and just begin to declare a sound in this room, a war cry in this room, a victory cry in this room. Come on, come off of mute and just a victory cry, a victory cry in the room, in the room, a victory cry in the room.
Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. If you did not, as we shift into our love, life, and victory, as we shift, as we move, as we move, thank you, God. If you didn't get the opportunity to say good morning, this is the time. We'll open it up for comments and questions after this, but just those that may have come on late mid-service, maybe during the prayer or the declaration, this is the time for you just to acknowledge that you're on this call this morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you for that awesome, powerful forgiveness declaration. It was amazing. Sister Sylvia, God bless everyone this morning. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning, Sister Denise. Good morning. God bless you. Hey, Pastor Auntie, this is Corey on the line, or Emmanuel. Um, man, we're teaching about uh, forgiveness, man. This is a major conversation for me as well, so I love it. Um, the quote that got me, and I posted it on Facebook, is that unforgiveness has the ability to outlive you. My God. Bless him, bless God bless you, Elder. God bless you, Elder Joseph. Pastor Joseph, love you. Morning, it's Gigi. Thank you. That was so, so necessary. Good morning, Gigi. God bless you. Good morning, Jubilant Juliet. Was Good awesome. morning. Oh, wow. God bless you, woman of God. God bless you. Good morning, good morning, Pastor. This is Persistent Priscilla. So necessary. It was so good in looking at it from a totally different perspective. Um, yes. God bless you. It was def- definitely needed for me. And, um, yeah, I just bless you for this. My goodness. Thank you. I don't want to give the gift of unforgiveness to my family. That's not what I want. And, and um you know, I don't want to put uh, handcuffs on myself. That's not what I want. Jesus. Jesus. And I just thank you for I thank you for what you've given us this morning. God bless you, woman of God. God be praised. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone Good else? Morning. Anyone else? Good morning. Great this morning. Good morning, sweetheart. God bless you. Are there any questions? Good morning. Who is that? This is Gloria. Good morning, Good Pastor. Morning. God bless you. Thank God you so, you. so much. Amen. And I, I never Amen. thought about the fact that unforgiveness will last way past when I'm gone. Yes. Protecting and tearing up everything in its wake. Yes. God bless yes. you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. God bless, God bless you. you. Mm-hmm. God bless you, sweetheart. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. It's Didi. I love you. Thank you. Because, you know, forgiveness is you. really my thing, that mirror ministry, everything that you said. And like my sister just said, it does outlive us. When you mentioned so many things about you're mad and people are gone on to glory and you mad. You mad. You mad, mad. And it's eating you up. Yes. You can't grow, but yet you want to die and forgive you. How dare you? Hmm. So selfish, my God, and I'm so grateful for this whole month because 
I'm telling you, I tell people all the time, when I realized the power in forgiveness, I stopped having those ocular migraines that stuff that's from it. since I was a child. Didn't know it was tied to stuff. So this mm-hmm. is some people. I love you and yes. I'm, I'm in Disneyland with my grandbaby, so I'm about to go enjoy the day. I love you. Thank you, sister. Love you. God bless you. Any comments, questions? Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Kathy. I am well. Good morning. The fire ain't in the hall this morning. It has spread. Uh, To God be the glory. (laughs) To God be the glory. Thank you, Lord. Yes, I love you. Thank you for your declaration this morning. I love you, too. God bless you. Good morning. This is Sister Tracy. Um, Good morning. Every time, I'm like, this woman, this morning, I was like, I I don't like you, but in a loving way. (laughs) That message, God bless you. That message right there, it 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 made me really start to think, right? Because some things happened recently at work, and at one of my jobs, I got three. Uh, thank God for them. And um, you know, somebody was talking, and I was like, "Why would you say something like that?" And then I had to remember the persecution of what God went. So I'm like, I'm don't bother nobody. I come to work and I do my job and I go home. And then I was just having some kind of resentment, like, why? Ooh. And you came this morning and said what you said. It taught me, Tracy, I haven't arrived. I still got stuff that I have to work on. So I just Jesus. want to thank you for this, this morning, for being obedient to what God told you to do. And I just want thank to say God. I love you so much. Love you too. God bless you. God bless you. Good morning, Pastor Kathy. This is Miss B. Good morning. Good awesome morning. Restoration. I'm kind of like Dee Dee. Uh, forgiveness is one of my, my heart subjects also. Awesome declaration. Praise God. Praise God. Good morning, Pastor Kathy. I want to also honor you mm-hmm. for delivering today's message. I am delivered. Uh, and and oh, sometimes you'll forgive someone and don't know how far you need to dig again uh, because right. it, it could be seasonal. Uh, it could be seasonal and things that dissipate into other relationships. So I was just in thought, and I said, ooh, I didn't forgive that part. So I want to say thank mm. you uh, because I was able to release and, and, again, find my way back to the first voice. That right there thank was so you, educational. God. So thank you so much, and God bless you. God bless you. Amen. To God be the glory. I like what you said. Yeah, sometimes it's in part, you know, you, you forgive one part of the offense and then it's like, oh, but there's still more. You know, there's still something lingering around, still something stuck. Let me go ahead and let this all the way go. That's, that was profound. I love that. So, man, everybody else jumps in. Good morning. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Good morning, sweetheart. Hello, sweet love. It's wonderful to hear your sound this morning. Um, I'm going to ask for the victors that are willing to do so, because I, I think this will carry some weight and provoke some people to thought. If you could make a post that says unforgiveness has the ability to outlive you, hmm. hashtag forgiving my god <laughs> listen uh yeah rochelle probably said it best the 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 
fire has spread, but I'm gonna call it wildfire. Now we mm-hmm. we pass fire at home. Every now and then, wildfires are set intentionally to prevent fires that have the ability to be destructive. This morning, um, God is, he's so strategic and he's so wise. Keeping in mind, I didn't plan or schedule any of the months outside of what he told me to do in December of last year. Mm. Isn't it just like God to be kind and gracious enough to get us to take an emotional, spiritual, and mental hiatus in an effort to empty our hearts before we go into 2023? Come on now. To clean ourselves up, to have the ability to forgive and to be forgiving before we go into the new year. So we're not dragging baggage, not just Hmm. for us. But for our bloodline, for our children, yes. for our grandchildren, yes. we would go through the process of, for real, self-examination. This, uh, as Didi Come says on. frequently, this mirror ministry right here, mm-hmm. this mirror ministry. And ask yourself the question, what's in your heart that's keeping you from mm-hmm. moving forward? Who is the person that when you walk in the room, they get uncomfortable, you get uncomfortable, Everybody's uncomfortable and frustrated. Who are the people? Listen, I said this to someone here recently. You ever walked into a room and there are children in the house and you are acquainted with the parents, but when Mm -hmm. the children walk in the room, you know there have been conversations that didn't come out pleasantries associated with you. If your kids walk in the house today, I mean, yeah, if, if somebody walks in your house today and your kids come greet them, Will they know that you've been talking about them? Come on now. That's all. I love you, sis. Excellent start to it. And you said one more thing, and then I'm going to shut up. You said 30 days form a habit. Technically, see, and I I never even put this all together because we've been doing this for a really long time. Right. Considering we have a call 25 days of every single month. 21 days form a habit. There you go. 30 days instill a habit. Mm. But the fact that God was gracious enough that we don't just talk about random stuff at random times, he gives us an idea, a concept. But 25 whole days each month. Mm. That if you apply the principles that are shared while we talk on these days, you have the ability to form a new habit. Yes. So that's all. I yes, love you. Lord. I love um, you too. I'm excited for you. Amen. I appreciate you. And thank I you thank God. you this morning for your share. I pray that somebody took what you said and make it a part of the fiber of their heart so that we can live a free life and be the demonstration of love that we are required yes. to be. Love all yes. charity. Amen. Amen. Love you, one Amen. Love you, love you, love you. Yes, that that's tw- twenty-one days, y'all, and it's twenty-five days, as our spiritual midwife has told us, twenty-one days to form a new habit, and it's twenty-five days on this call, thirty-one days in this month. So when you're not on this call, you should be working out some things on your own too. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? 
anyone else. So good to good hear morning. your family. Good morning. Good morning. Uh-oh. Somebody was going to speak. Go ahead. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. My name is Ebony. I was calling to find out. I've heard, I've heard plenty of people say, I forgive you, but I don't forget. Is that really considered forgiving? Is it really considered forgiving if you don't forget mm-hmm. it? Yeah, they say I forgive you, but I forget. But then they act as if you're not forgiven. Right. So the the dangerous part of that whole subject, because God says he casts our sins into the sea of forgetfulness, remembering them no more. So anytime mm-hmm. that we um, intentionally declare that I'll forgive you, but Anytime you put a but in front of something, that means it changes that ability, right? So you, technically mm-hmm. you're not forgiving them. It's not that we would not remember, but not to remember the, with the offense that's in the heart. So, mm-hmm. you know, there are some things that we cannot completely forget about because we're, we're still human. But we have the ability not to hold on to that offense in our hearts because what it does is it starts to replace that reminder, right? It's not mm-hmm. to replay. So remember on the declaration I said, sometimes when we're forgiven, we want to forgive, but then that second voice comes in and says, and then they did this, and then they did that, but how can you? Now it's questionable. So is that really forgiveness? No, it's not. You I have to release it all. Me. Yeah, let it all go. Thank you so much. You're welcome. God bless you. What, wait, real quick before we before we move past that that question, I want to I want to give you the other side of the coin. Yes, mm, we are walking out the memory of who Jesus was, how he was treated, the people that he employed to loose the truth of his word. I don't. I don't. It's always the posture of your heart because you, you, never, you never forget. I don't think we're supposed to forget. We don't fit, forget that he was beaten with the cat of nine tails. We don't forget that he walked up Calvary's hill. We don't forget that he hung on a cross and bled and died. Um, and none of it was because of something that he did. It is necessary to remember. It's not what you remember. It's how you remember it. There you go. I like that. The posture. Thank the you. The posture of the remembrance. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Good morning. 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 Uh, it's Natasha. I just wanted to say good morning um, and say thank you. And um, thank you, uh Sister Dion, for putting a nice bow on that, because what you said, um, Sister Kathy, really stuck with me as far as your heart posture. It's, 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 it's about forgiving. I mean, not forgetting, um, but it's the offense, right, and not carrying that part. So, and Dion, you even um, emphasized that. So I, I really yes. um, appreciate that, and that is, that's a really helpful context to put it in. Um, so yes. thank you for that. 
for your press. Thank you for your dedication to the call. I love you. God bless you. Love you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Good morning. morning. This is Sister, Sister Sylvia. Good morning. Thank Sister you for Sylvia. your declaration. Good God morning. Thank you. you for your declaration. I just want to. I, I think about Dee Dee when she when she says, you know, when somebody's doing this declaration and it's on fire and you just want to run, just take off hmm. running. I was shouting, shouting through the mute button on my phone. My <laughs> um, God. Because. Oh, yes, that's because you brought it. You brought it. You really kicked this off. And thank you, Sister Dion, for, you know, following um, the order steps that God gave you for the, the different things of the month. This is so powerful. I thank you so much. I, I, I have a couple of things I want to share. Um, but before I even go there, I want to say that, you know, the biggest, the biggest, biggest, hardest thing about forgiveness at the end of the day was learning to forgive myself. Mm. learning Amen. to forgive myself that that was my bondage for so so long and I you know I just had to think that you know if God could forgive me who am I not to forgive myself and who am and I can forgive other people easily you know a little bit at the beginning you know but to forgive myself for being an addict for my mother raising my kids for you know being that quote unquote what they call crackhead I hate that term but that's what they were doing and all of the right. things, all that baggage, it took so long. But the deliverance and the freedom for who the son sets free is free indeed. Learning yes, to love, Lord. forgive myself. Help me to forgive other people. And if God can forgive me, who am I not to forgive other people? You know, I have to say that, you know, I turned in an application for for ordination, you know, and every time I fill out an application, you know, are, have you committed a crime? Do you have any felonies? And, and I did have a felony mm. for over 20 years, and I always hate that question, and it used to always scare me, but got to the point where God said, don't, you know, he didn't give us a spirit of fear. Just be honest. Just fill it out. You know, you can explain. Yeah. He's going to give you what you need to say. And so I got a call on Saturday morning on my prayer walk from Ohio, from the administrator, from the federal um, Christian ministries, and he said, you know, you're a you know, the the thing on your record, your background cleared, it came back clear because, you know, it's all been so long ago. He said, and when I bring your application packet before the board at the end of this month, he said, only three people need to know about mm. this. And that's your regional director, myself, and the person that did the background, the whole board, they don't need to know this. We're not going to even oh present God. this information. But that's just a testimony of every time I turn around, God not only keep blessing me, he keep pardoning me. Thank you, Lord. He Hallelujah. He me. So I Thank have to pardon other people. I, I've learned to forgive my, my sister, blood sister and brothers and people in my family, and it feels so good. Yes, it, it does. Feels so yes, good. it does. You know? To be able to forgive them and see God bringing our family back together. Generational unforgiveness. I'm sitting outside my daughter's house right now about to go help her with her kids. She was molested when she was 14, and she is about to be 40 in a few weeks this month. And she still can't let it go. So her children are part of this unforgiveness. She don't show up to events and holidays and things at the weddings and things for our family. And so the kids don't get to be there. Mm -hmm. 
So when you say a generational unforgiveness, I'm seeing it right here. My and I God. just ask God, praying on it, to give me the words. Tell me, what can I say to her? How can I help her? Lord, I'm just praying that she can be free. In the name of Jesus. And, and a lot of times, a lot of times it, it won't come directly from family. Sometimes we want to be able to minister to our family. But God has, God has someone that will be able to reach her when you can't, even as her mother. Um, so don't feel bad. Don't yeah. allow the enemy to, to, to guilt you with that. If you, if you have not been able to reach her in this time, what you do, thank you, God, give her this number for these next, we, she, she still is going to make the 21 days. Give her this number to call in and just tell her, just call and listen. Give her this number. Give it, send it, text her the flyer, whatever. Give her this number and get her on this call this month. Because some things that yeah. you may say may not break down the barriers that God needs to, you know, to cultivate that heart. But there will be a declarer on here that give her this number. Give her declare victory's number. Even if, even if she doesn't dial it herself, Put it on speakerphone in her hearing. Even if she walks out the room, you never know what seed will be planted, what word will be planted, even if she's just walking by. But give her this yeah. number. Yeah. This is the I was, time I to do it. I she was in the car this morning. I wish, mm-hmm. I really pray she was in this car to hear this this morning. But, yes, yes, I will do that, you know, because give her, her daughter number. has you know, another grandmother and other parents. And I, I said, Taylor, you talk to your grandmother? No. She said, why do you ask her that? Those people don't care nothing about her. I don't want her to, to pour that on to my grandkids. Give her this number. Invite her to the call so that her healing okay. can start to take place, not just in forgiveness but other areas that she may not even have mentioned to you as her mom. But give her this number. This, this is a good place. This is good soil here. Um, I've been on Declare Victory for a few years now. Um, I came on as a declarer, but I've healed in this room. You see what I'm saying? Give her this number so that she can heal. Yes, I will. I give it to everybody else, and several people call in regularly. So, yes, I can give it to her. Thank you. Give it to her. Amen. Good morning again, Ms. Kathy Rochelle. I just... I uh, can't stop just sitting here just in awe just thinking about how you just laid that thing down this morning. So I thank you. I just, you know, who um, the sun sets free is free indeed. And yes. I remember <clears throat> preparing my heart for someone that did something just, and it was continuous. You know, it was like it was like that wildflower, and I had to keep telling myself, I'm not angry, Lord. I give it to you. And it took me yes. a while, probably over a year for God to bring that person to me and the Holy Spirit to tell me, now go tell her you're not mad at her. Thank you, God. And I, and I did it without, it wasn't even a second thought. But mm-hmm. then when you mm-hmm. said something about that second voice, when he said yes. it to me, I was praying. And then when I opened my eyes, she wasn't there when he said it. Mm-hmm. After I opened my and I said, oh, okay, Lord, that wasn't you. It was that second voice. It was like, she's not even there no more. And I was like, mm-hmm. no. No, and I asked my husband, I was like, where did she go? He said, she just walked out, but it wasn't nothing but the grace of God for me to go where I walked down 
and for her to her car to meet me as I was walking. So I thank, thank God just for um, just like you said something about obedience. I'm gonna look back to. Um, oh no, I wrote it down. It says ministry is not about your feelings; it's about right. your obedience. Yes, that part right there is a huge stepping stone for a lot of us. Put aside your feelings. Yes. Be obedient. Yes. So thank you, thank you, thank you for kicking off this. That was definitely another birthday gift for me because it helps me grow. I want to grow in the things of God. I don't. It's not about becoming another year. It's about becoming spiritually mature and learning the things of Him. So thank God for you again. I love you. I am praying. We are praying for you. We're praying for Amen. your family. We're praying for the church. And we're definitely Amen. still praying for your mom. We love you. Thank you. God bless you. Yes, be in prayer for my mom. Um, I do have an upcoming surgery um, in nine days. Be in prayer for me. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I love you, too. Good morning. Good morning. Great. Good morning. I'm so thankful to God this morning. I'm thankful to God to where in my process he has brought me through. And then like the lady said, I had to forgive myself for uh, being raped and left for dead. I had to forgive that thing. Mm. I had to forgive because my heart had bitterness and anger. I had to forgive that thing when my, when my son was uh, passed uh I went over to Sam Rafael and I accused the people of killing him. I had to go back. The Holy Spirit said, no, no, you go back. And you and you asked him for forgiveness. I went back to all those My people God. over at Sam Rafael and out there and said, forgive me for saying that because he God, it was his child first. God knew My I would be here. But the cloud cleansed the victory have brought me through my process. All you godly women Thank have, you God. I have strength. That hey hey, I had to forgive. I had to look in that mirror and say, forgive for not taking care of my kids when my mother did. I had to forgive that thing. I had to forgive being on the cardboard. I had to forgive myself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Hallelujah. I you, Jesus. I had to forgive Thank the people in the church that were talking about me. You don't know the word. God know where I'm at. I let Michelle tell me you just start praying for that person. You don't hold, Thank and I God. let it go. I let it all let go. Hey, hey, I'm free from that. I'm moving forward. You, uh, that. I, I mean, last Saturday I went out on the streets and hey, hey, I set the tone, my testimony, where God has brought me from. I said, hey, Thank hey, ain't nothing too hard for God. Only God can make a difference in your life. He did it for me. He can do it for you. We were worth saving. We are worth saving. Hallelujah. I Thank that, you, God. This Sunday at church. I give the praise to God. I don't care who was it. I'm a praise to give him the worship Thank that he deserves. That he brought me from a mighty long way, and I'm still going forward in my process. And I thank, thank you very you much. I'm thanking you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hey, hey. Hallelujah, hey, hey. Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, thank you for taking that bitterness all the anger out of me. Out of my heart. Thank you, God. God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. For other people. For people that's out there still, that's studying, that need somebody to love on them. I'm loving on my grandchildren that she was missing, and God brought her home, her and her friends. I thank God. When I tell her I still love you, you don't need to look for love for God, but I'm going to love you through it all. Uh, Grandma right here with you, you know, and, and then my family, like, 
you, all you talk about is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Now, when that wasn't you, that didn't used to be you. Everything is about God now when you open your mouth instead of cussing. I used mm-hmm. to cuss the kids. I cussed everybody out who I got on this call. And I'm because I got a hope and but I don't do go. that anymore. Hallelujah. Thank Praise you. God. Yeah. Thank you. I don't do that. 75 percent I used to do. I don't do it. I just do it. When I don't say nothing, you can't say nothing good. God, help me. Get that out of my mind. Get behind me saying you a liar. You a liar. I ain't going back. I can't go back. Hey, hey. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. You got to Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, God. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for your testimony. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning, business Tony. Good morning, my friend. Good Pastor morning. Kathy. You just don't know. I prayed over the weekend that you be on Amen. October schedule. Amen. Won't he do Amen. it? Amen. You know what? <laughs> you blew the roof off my house and it came back on. I'm like, oh my God. It was confirmation. I came in from church Bless on yesterday and I said, God, I have to forgive this lady. And when you Ooh. mentioned the word forgiveness Jesus. on this morning, Oh, my God, I went to Matthew, the same chapter that you went to. I said, look at God. And I texted the lady, and I said, I need you to forgive me. She said, okay, we're going to talk. And so I'm going to get with her, and we're going to talk, because that's not my character. I believe when you said a couple of months ago that we hold the master key to whatever we need to do, we have the right to demand and command people to treat us or talk right to us. I remember that. But eyes have not seen and ears have not heard what God mm-hmm. has in store for you, woman of God. Amen. I just love you. Glory and you get God. on it. Amen. You just light I up the room. Too. I love it. God I love you. it. You be encouraged. You be encouraged. Amen. And God can do God exceedingly and abundantly of above, above all that we ask or think. Amen. Yes. Thank you. Amen. Thank you for that confirmation. God bless you. God bless you, Tony. Amen. Yeah, praying for you and her meat, and I know all it will go well. Praise yes, God. Man. Praise Thank God for you. that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I know my daughter said, she said, um, when you remember those feelings, talking about unforgiveness, when, when it comes back up, when you remember those feelings and it comes back up, she said, forgive again. Yes. Just forgive again. Yes. Thank you. I like that. I like that. That's good. Pastor Kathy, this is a persistent Priscilla again. Um, good morning. Just love you. I love you. Good morning. Good morning to you. I just want to tell you this. Yesterday um, in church, there's a um, a woman that's 92 years old, strong in her body and everything, mm-hmm. and a uh, church mother. Actually, she's the mother of our pastor. Mm-hmm. And the Lord led on my heart to uh, go and uh, forgive her, ask her to forgive you. Wow. Um, And the timing, I know God has something for all of us here. There's some place he's trying to get us to. Yeah. He can't get us there unless we let go of this and learn how to forgive so we can walk in it. And um, as you were talking and when you were done, he sometimes shows me images um, 
And again, that tree was tossed over. And you know how you see the root of the tree when it's mm-hmm. tossed over in the dirt? Yeah. And some of it was mm-hmm. uprooted. Yeah, the bottom of it. Some Thank of it was you, uprooted. Um, and I love the fact that you um, just you broke it down and you went deep into it and talked with nobody wants to line up with the enemy. I never thought that the enemy, you know, he can't be forgiven. Of course he would love to give that to us. Yeah. He would love yes. to, for us to hold on to that because then we line ourselves up with him. And that's not what we want to do. But the, the right. mere fact that I, I went to her and I asked her to forgive me specifically because when my husband first left me, and I came to church. I always kept coming to church, even though it was hard. And I had pain, pride, shame, guilt all on me. In the very beginning, she came up to me and she asked me, where's your husband, girl? Like mm. that. But she'd never asked me before about my husband. So my attitude was like, why are you asking me about my husband now? You ain't never asked me about my husband. Mm. But I knew gotcha. why. And, but instead of me answering the way God wanted me to answer, and he told me that as I was driving home, if you had answered this way, it, I would have been able to deal with her heart. Oh, but I didn't. I answered my way, the only way I knew how at that time, though. I didn't know <laughs> no other way, which was basically shut her down. Okay. Um, so I went to her yesterday, and I did ask her to forgive me, And I reminded her of the incident, and I said, you may or may not remember, but, you know, please forgive me in my response to you. And so I know this is God's doing. I know. And for me me to hear unforgiveness today, anyway, to God be the glory. Just thank you. To God be the glory. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. So excited to, to see the relationship that God develops through you know, your obedience to hear God say to go to her. So, you know, just prepare for something shifting, even for God to use you in the, in. because sometimes we don't feel that we have a capacity to do this, but we do. We have a capacity to forgive. We withhold it. <laughs> we withhold it, but we have a capacity to do it. We do. Amen. Thank you. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Anyone else before we get out of here? Anyone else? Any last comment, last response, last, any questions at all? If not, we are going to get out of this victory room. I want to ask um, everyone to, to do me a favor this month. Um, we want this to be able to go beyond us just beyond our households, beyond our, our, you know, the the regular Victorians that call into this call. What I want to ask you guys to do is every time uh, Dion posts the declarations, I want you to intentionally share it every day, whoever the declarer is. Don't just share your favorite declarer. Share the word, because that's what we're doing. Share the word of God. Um, share it this month for forgiveness so that we help unlock people, that we help loose chains, that we help people get to that level to where they see that they have the capacity to forgive. Um, Like Dion was saying earlier, 
you know, when God gives her these things, you know, it's for a set time and date, and and she's set, well, her eyes are set like a fence to this. And so we're going into 2023, and there are some things that need to take place in us um, in order for us to move to that next level. And we don't want to be selfish with it just happening to us. We want other families and other people and other strangers and friends or whomever to get that same opportunity to go into the new year cleansed and released and unchained and unbound um, with unforgiveness. And the only way to do that is to share the gospel. And so for this month, I'm just asking everyone that comes on these calls on a daily basis, even if you miss it, jump on, re-listen to it, and share it. Share it intentionally on your page because you want someone else to learn what you've learned. You want someone else to receive what you receive. Let's just begin sharing, sharing this. Hashtag it, forgiveness. Dion gave us an assignment this morning. We have a hashtag that we're going to do. Unforgiveness has the ability to outlive you. Hashtag forgiven. So make sure you put that on there. Share the flyers of the declarers that are coming on hearing from God so that we can hear from God. And and just be a blessing to declare victory. They've been going on for years consistently. If you have a blessing to give, give. Their cash app is on their page. Give to them. Give to them because they are creating this platform for those of us that, that want to exercise our gift in teaching and preaching. So just be a blessing where you receive your blessings from. Amen. 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 Good morning, uh, sister. How are you today? I would be remiss if I didn't just jump in there. I just want to say hello. I I mean, I believe that this month is phenomenal, and it is by uh, God just pushing us and getting it all out. We are almost at the end. I am praying for you. Thank you so much for your section of this. Thank you for kicking us off. Thank you for jump-starting some of us. Unforgiveness, it's its really very serious. And so I've been, you know, just trying to just, just drop off stuff, just dropping off different things. But thank you mm. so much for your tenacity. Amen. Thank you for your push. Thank you for your holler. Thank you for thank your you, cry. God. Thank you for the victory that is coming your way. Amen. Amen. In forgiveness. God bless you, woman of God. I'm right there. I'm still there. God bless you. <laughs> Amen. God bless you. God bless you. I'm going to leave you with this final thought. To declare victory. Forgiveness is mercy in man's hands. Forgiveness is mercy in man's hands. You have the ability to forgive like God. Use that. Extend mercy every day. <laughs> we expect it from God. Mercy is made new every day. We expect it. Give it. Amen. Let's go up out of this place. Thank you, God, for this day. Thank you, God, for this Monday. Thank you, God, for this word. Thank you, God, for the manifestation of your spirit on this call. God, thank you for the people of God that are assembled here, Lord God, in different parts of the world, Lord, different parts of the States, Lord God, we just thank you. Thank you for the healing that takes place in this victory room. Thank you, God, 
for all that you do for us in spite of us, God. Now, as we go down from this mountaintop, God, having this amazing experience with you, hearing your voice, Lord God, continue to cultivate our hearts to be receptive to what we heard, Lord God. We ask that you would seal this word into our hearts, Lord God, so that the enemy can't come and pluck it up, Lord God. We dismantle that second voice that comes in that tries to rob us from what we've heard you say and command us to do, God. Father God, help us to forgive. Help us to remember, Lord God, so that we can forgive again. Help us, oh God, to move forward and move past, Lord God, the limitations that man has given us, Lord God, knowing that it is unlimited, Lord God, and and all things are possible with you, God. Just help us to be better. Help us to love, God, like you love. Help us to, to do what you do, God. Help us to become the kingdom in which you have called forth for us to be, Lord God, in this world, in this nation, in this country, Lord God, in this universe, God, help us to be more like you, God, in all that we do. Help our characters, our attributes, our conduct, Lord God, our conversations, God, help us to be more like you so that they can recognize, God, not us, God, we don't want your glory, but they recognize you in us, God. And we just give you the honor, the praise, and the glory, glory that is due your name. On this day, in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Declare victory. I love you all so very much. And thank you for having me this Monday. Amen. God bless thank you. God. Have a great day. Amen. Have a blessed day. Have a God bless you. Have a blessed day, everyone. God bless you. Have a blessed day. Thank you. Bye. We love you guys.
praying for our youth. Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared. Promote, committed to press on, reaching light. 